Guess who we've got in today to see us on the podcast? Well, I know who's coming in. No, 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 no. you need to sing it. Guess who's coming in today to meet... What is it again? I've just said that, but you need to pick that up and continue. It's like it's a musical. I'll start again. So wait, wait, wait. Do I have to like sing another line? Yeah. Okay. Guess who we've got in today to see us on the podcast? She might be able to dance and mentor. No. It's not working, is it? You always do this to me. This is just... This was a real, real good... Good hard open and you've just kind of destroyed it. That's going to be another smashing episode, I think. Smashing? Smashing. That's a new word. Is that it's, a new word for 2023? It's what all the cool kids are saying. Smashing. I think that's what the posh kids are saying. <laughs> well. It's simply smashing. <laughs> it's spiffing, darling. Spiffing. It's going to be a lovely podcast today. It yes. is because it's so bright and sunny outside. One is in a great mood. <laughs> Indeed. We have on with us the person who recorded our very first podcast with us, which was a long time ago now. Well, it was over a year ago, Stephen. That's right. Why do you sound like Hermione? <laughs> right, we need to come out of these accents Yeah, it becomes really difficult once yeah, you get into an accent um, But yes, we've got Louise She was the first person on the podcast about a year All the way back Like Our first episode was released in January of 2022 We're now, what, a year and a couple of months down the yeah, line from that Nearly a year and a half mm-hmm. Yeah, Ooh, Interesting, so she's coming back in to see us It's going to be good to see her again There's a lot been happening in her space since we last spoke there has been, she's, I think, opened up new venues, has got more happening in the mentoring space. So, yeah, lots to catch up with Louise on and just hear where she is a year and a half down the line nearly. year and a half down the line, I bet that she is feeling fine. I'm continuing this musical theme, do you like it? No. I think we should just get into this before I go any more crazy. You ready? Yes, I am ready. Please, here- no singing. Okay, I'll try not to. Here is Louise from Dancing. Welcome back to In The Club Podcast, Louise. Thank you so much for having me again. I can't believe it's been over a year since the the first one. The very first one, the very first podcast we've done. I know, so we've been running the podcast now, well, for a year, and I think you came in a couple of months before the podcast launch, and um, yeah, we're here. You were the test bed, you were the pilot. Here again, yeah. Uh And it went really well, actually, I think, still. Yeah, I think your episode is one of the top played ones. um, around. (laughs) (laughs) Genuinely, genuinely, we're not just saying that because you're here, but yeah, I think the topic of mindset and growth and kind of talking about that, and I guess the entrepreneurial flair that you brought to the podcast and your episode was really good, so it's great to have you back in the podcasting hot seat. Great, no pressure we need this one to just fly. make it fly make it fly yeah we will so, a lot has changed so up to. Then. <laughs> yeah well a lot has changed in the last year or so with um with my coaching side of the the business as well because I think when I first chatted to you guys I was just kind of starting out that's right on that I think side it was just it. at the tail end of that podcast when we said what have you got to kind of mention yes. that's when you mentioned it at that yeah. point yeah and I had like the membership coming up so that's been running since March last year okay. um, where I help other dance and theatre school owners like grow their skills and treat it like a business and get them to systemise and all the lovely stuff that helps you grow your business. So how many so people have been, you got in that group? There's like 92 of us now. Wow. A big, big group in the membership, then. yeah, they're all amazing, like school owners, they all support each other so well. Most of them are on class for kids now. That's good, that's what we like to hear. <laughs> Thanks Excellent. Louise, just look currently at the camera. Thanks they've Louise. Been able, they've been able to see the benefits to my own school and then all the other school owners in there. Um, so yeah, it's a great space, so supportive. It's kind of taken away the barriers of like our industry being competitive. Yeah, You know, we've got people in there, I coach people who have skills like a stone's throw from mine. Yeah, And, it, and it's fine, there's like space for all of us. 
all of our schools are successful and we're all helping each other. Yeah, you've great. touched on a really important point there because a lot of dance schools can be in that competitive yeah. space and thinking about moving on and grading and, and all that kind of stuff. So would you say the majority of people in that group then are in the non-competitive space like yourself? Well, a lot of them are in the competitive space with their school where right. they, their, their dancers will compete and stuff. But in terms of helping and supporting each other, there's no competition there. I Which love I that. It's nice. so refreshing because yeah. it would imagine. Elsewhere, yeah. you know, when we're coming yeah. across all the different activity types, you know, I mean, we don't often hear it. No, it's, it's, I don't think it's common because no. people just think, you know, there's people maybe in the membership now that would be like, oh, I wanted to ask you how you guys did that at your school, but they didn't want to reach out for fear that yeah. we would be like, no, we're withholding the information. Are you giving the wrong information? Yeah, the you wrong know, <laughs> just thinking that we <laughs> would not, it's like, I don't know. It's just one of these things. I don't know if it's in every industry, but certainly in the dance and theatre school industry, it's almost like I've got my school, you've got yours, and we'll just like compete against each other and yeah. we won't be friends. And whereas I feel like having that group, it's so supportive, and they're all they're all encouraging each other to do well. Like nobody's thinking, "Oh, if her school's doing well, then mine's is not going to." Like it's. It's just a nice There's environment. room for all, yeah. yeah, and like just everybody getting yeah. each other leg up. It's a good environment, and everyone's school is growing, yeah. so that it just shows it's that there is, yeah, yeah. there's space yeah. for it. Because I remember great. when I started the membership, some people would say to me, "Are you not worried that if you're giving away like all this information and hints and tips, that other people will just take over your school?" And but it didn't bother me because mm. if anything, it just forces me to improve our school as well it's also about knowing the value that you provide and yeah. how that transpires into to the sort of other aca- the academy owners and school yeah. owners so like I think what you've done is brought down barriers in a way and created a network and I guess word of mouth is going to be a huge tool for you know building yeah. your group up and others hearing about it and wanting to join it and hearing about the success and growth of all these other dance yeah. schools so. and it's not just down to me it's down to everyone in that community yeah like you know I just I provide the training and I provide the space for it all to happen but the fact that they're all so supportive of each other really helps. Well, I see in the group, like somebody will ask a question like, oh, um, this happened or I'm thinking about doing this. And the number of comments and people getting back to them, it's just it's just nice because like, yeah. you don't get that every day, do you? It's, people willing to help you out in the same space you're yeah. competing in. So. And knowing that you're not alone. Yes. <laughs> you know, if they've got any problems or issues. Well, everybody's experienced it at some point, yeah. So yeah. Like, whatever issues are put there, somebody's came across that yeah. at some point before. Which helps to... massively because, you know, when you're in a business and it's quite a lonely business if you're maybe teaching everything yourself at the beginning and stuff and I think you just think am I doing something wrong like why is this happening to me why is why am I getting all these problems and issues occurring but reality is other people are facing similar you just don't talk about it often so it's nice to have that space well, to talk we spoke about it a little bit before we started the podcast there but um the, the winner of our competition level up Lauren yes Love her. I mean, she she literally she loves you. Yeah. She does. No, she genuinely does. She, she genuinely <laughs> does. Like you're definitely one of the things from that competition that we were put in front of her that's really um, lifted her confidence. And I think in being in that group is like it, she was on her own. She was yeah. kind of I feel that she was kind of sat on her own, yeah. thinking that um, she, she had to face the world her own in that way. And I think that through through this, yep. it's really opened everything up to her. Totally, and that's the thing. It's because you've got another you've got other people around you and it's inspiring as well like when Lauren shared her story of her recent growth in her school it inspires other people to like they congratulate her and they say well done but it gives them that inspiration to think 
wow, if Lauren can do it, then I can do it. Yeah, yep. You know, it just makes it seem like more normal and more achievable. She kind of for each skill put it something like from she's now a business. She's now feels like a business yeah. person. Yeah, that was the huge sort of mindset and change in her yeah. mindset for herself was I don't feel like now it's just a hobby. Like yeah. I am actually a business owner and I know my yeah. worth. So I think once it's like that once that switch happens yeah. in your heads. There's just, you know, the, the opportunities are unlimited there. Completely. And it's maybe, I don't know if it's similar for you guys across all of your club activity providers, because I know that you have like football academies yeah. and gymnastics, gymnasts and everything. Yeah. I don't know if it's a similar thing across all activity providers where you feel like it's not a real business. I think there's an element of that when we speak to clubs, um, maybe particularly like our business coaches yeah. and things like that. They will um, hear that that coming across more like, so in the kind of football space. I is think. it? I think so. But I mean, I think what what we find it's very interesting. Mm -hmm. um, I've just cut you off completely. I do all the time. <laughs> That's all right. You're literally a married couple. <laughs> I'm very sorry. Okay. That's all right. I'll, Stephen, I'll, 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 I'll pay you. for that later. Believe me. But um, no. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah, to say up in the middle. <laughs> Up, <laughs> we uh i think we see the way that all the different clubs work and mm. it is it can yeah. be quite different i think that the most different for me is always gymnastics yeah, because that okay. seems to work by committee yeah that seems to uh, you don't often i don't think find a gymnastics club that's just like i've got louise running this oh, okay there's usually yeah. like a panel a board. Yeah. a board and things okay. like that that are kind of supporting it so but i think football may be a bit more and now i'll, I'll let you finish what you were going to say now oh no i can't remember <laughs> No, I think there's an element of that across all activity types where people don't feel like they're a business owner and they're just running these classes. And for some of them, it might be a part-time thing. Yeah. So they've got a job during the day and um, then they've got this other thing that they're doing in the evening, whether that's coaching sessions at football or whether it's running a dance class. So I think for them, the mindset shift comes when they decide, no, I'm going to put everything and all into this. Yep. And then they've got to think like a business owner because totally. they don't have the opportunity not to, because if they don't, things will flop exactly um, I think in the football space like Stephen was saying there can be an element of that but for us in conversations we've had they're really interested in the parent side of things and how uh -huh. you know parents can find them how they can book how they can pay for classes so actually what you find is they switch their mind relatively quickly yeah compared to maybe dance and, and gymnastics uh -huh. but yeah so I think it's like everything there's elements of people across that we yeah. feel yeah. like a business owner it's interesting because I think a lot of people certainly in our space they don't all have their own premises mm -hmm. so maybe I think it's that element that sometimes makes you feel like you're not a proper business owner or in control fully yeah, of it yeah, yeah, yeah. because you're turning up at community halls and setting up in different mm -hmm. spaces it makes it feel not real yeah. in, a, in a way whereas when you bring in things like a system and bring in a team and start delegating and stuff you can see it for the business that it is, as yeah. well as providing like an amazing service, obviously for your families, you know. I think that's one of the hardest things we hear people sort of chatting about is delegating. Yeah. They can't let go because, you know, they've oh. been doing this thing maybe for so long by themselves or maybe with a team, but actually yeah. fully handing that off. And that's one thing that Lauren said that she now does is fully delegates. Yep. Did she? Social yeah, media, yeah. everything like that goes... Um, to one of her coaches Phones called Nelly. the weekends despite yeah. um, the yeah. clubs the, the, the classes that she's got running potentially she's got weekends. an automated response she's on got her automated Facebook response and she's got her, the staff that she's yes. fully confident in kind of doing that side of things yeah. and I mean um, I know we spoke about delegating just before the yeah. podcast started and that's something you seem to have cracked um, and done really well I'm the queen of delegating now <laughs> I think I've delegated my entire job role within the studio certainly because I've got such an amazing team like yeah. we've got a studio manager we've got 
lots of people on different tasks within the studio, like admin, marketing, customer service. So we've I've built it up so much now that they're all so amazing at their job that I'm almost not needed. I'm like, can someone give me a job to do? See if I, if I go in, I'm like... You'll be back teaching classes. <laughs> you know, I've, I've delegated just so much and I, I think it's something you get comfortable with. Yeah. In the beginning, when I think back to when I first yeah, passed over a class... Did, was that like, completely different? Yeah, it was quite. I was quite anxious, you know, like taking that first Saturday off classes... I think I was out shopping and stuff and I was just constantly on my phone waiting on a phone call. Mm. Something had gone wrong. You know, I was always worrying. And then gradually I knew it was going to benefit the business and I would be able to grow yeah. because I just think it would have been impossible. Well, it would be impossible to grow to where we are now if I was like fully in it. Mm -hmm. So I knew that and I kept that sort of vision. And I just, now I just find it so easy to delegate. Like too too much. Too easy. Probably. <laughs> like, who can we give that task to? But it's also knowing your own strengths and stuff as well, because there's things I'm maybe not the best at. Yeah. And we've got people at the team that are that are much better than me. So why would I hang on to that task when I know I'm not great at it or I don't enjoy it? So you talked a little bit about growth there, Louise, and sort of saying that delegating's helped that. Would you say then that it's the team that are kind of involved in the growth? Are you sitting back and strategising and looking at yeah. the business from a different way? What's what's happening in that space? Yeah, so in the background, I, I mean, I'm not totally dormant from my business. I'm very much still involved <laughs> in it and I still care about it and I'm still as passionate, but just from a distance yeah. now. So I'll work closely with our studio manager. Usually on a weekly basis, we'll strategise and, you know, plan our blueprint for the year on our marketing and what we need to what classes we need to fill and so I'll focus on the bigger vision whereas and when it comes to details I'm not the best mm -hmm. so I will maybe pass on tasks to people that are good with the details and we do that kind of thing so in the the last year we've grown we're in a new location I think since we last spoke okay we've opened in a third location two days a week which is going really well um, so where is that? Is that you were Busby in Bothwell? Busby yeah. in Bothwell, and now we're in Bears Den. It's all the bees. All the bees. All the bees. Busby, 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 Bothwell, Bears Den. Say it three times fast. Busby, Bothwell, Bears Den. Busby, Bothwell. I know, and that was so accidental. So. But yeah, it's a space we've always wanted to get into, and then last April we just took the we took the leap, um, and I was quite worried because when I started up the other two locations. I was heavily involved with the mm. teaching at the time. So this one was like a new way of doing it for me where we opened it and I was not involved from the get-go. How did that feel? Um, strange. Mm -hmm. I, I wasn't anxious about it though because the teacher we had in charge there, she's got her own school. Okay. She's part of the academy. She knows how things work. Okay. So I felt like I really trusted her. Implicitly. Give her a shout out, what's her name? Lauren. Another Lauren. Another, Another Lauren. Lauren. Sold the Lauren. All the bees all, the all, all the L's, all, all the bees. bees. So she's done an amazing job at that location, both on a Tuesday and a Saturday now, which we introduced this year. Um, we just heard Dunk, yeah. uh, our managing yeah. director, talking that his son Is Charlie goes to hip-hop class. I didn't know that. Yeah. Excellent. I wish I'd have known and I would have brought him a T-shirt. Next oh, time, yeah, next don't time give me special treatment. <laughs> I'll just encourage them. And I know that's great. No, so Lauren, you're doing a great job. Um, 
apparently Charlie is picking up hip hop like a pro. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Dunk was saying that he's loving it. And I mean, like, he, he, did he not say he's thinking about not going to tennis or something anymore? Football, he's yeah, he's football. ditching football. He was, football I think Charlie was trying to teach Dunk how to Love. do the hip hop moves, but we never yeah. got to witness that, unfortunately. No, no <laughs> later. And, yeah, maybe yeah, Louise, later. you can do that. You yeah. can ask him, be like, come on, Dunk. Yeah, before you go, we'll try do and some hip hop moves. Yeah. Something. Popping and locking, oh, whatever oh, it is. Oh, 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 is that thing? I don't know. It is. It is. Not something that I'm good at. Certainly not at this stage of my pregnancy <laughs> I wouldn't even embarrass myself by trying to demonstrate but we can get Duncan to try yeah. Yeah. but that was great to hear I didn't know his little boy was attending um, and knowing that he's having a great experience and he's bringing along friends as well which That's was good. nice to hear that was good should get him on some kind of retainer yeah <laughs> I'll get him I'll incentivise him to yeah, keep yeah, bringing yeah, people in hundreds of kids yeah. but interesting it? though that number of boys like we hear like yeah. do dance podcast boys yeah. increasing the number of them yep. taking up dance classes yeah. is so good boys love it and yeah, and we, when we came out before, I know we spoke about that in the last podcast as well. We had a number of boys. Yeah, and some of them were like awesome because we've been out to do a video That's shoot right. that time. Yeah, and we've got bo- we've got boys only classes within our studio. We just don't have the capacity to do that in our other venues because right. we're limited to the time that we can use and stuff. But the class that Duncan brings his little boy to is a mixed boys and girls, but it's more heavy with boys now yeah boys are loving it because they're all his friends yeah he's bringing everyone (laughs) it's the power of Charlie's network not just the parent network it's Charlie's network can't wait to tell Lauren then (laughs) (laughs) she'll be looking out for Duncan because Lauren's also a customer of you guys her school is with Class for Kids and she's also a great advocate for it so oh thanks Lauren (laughs) big up Lauren (laughs) all the Laurens but yeah so exciting it's been an exciting year we've had a lot of changes a lot of growth Okay, it's been an exciting yeah. year and we're only in sort of February time. What <laughs> yeah. have you got planned for the rest of this year, Louise? Tell us a little um, bit about that. Apart from birthing my third child. <laughs> <laughs> um, Wait, when, when, think, when are you due? I'm due in three weeks. Really? God, yeah. Makes me nervous. I know. Makes and why I said that, like, she's like, hopefully it'll come sooner. I was like, not today. Not today. <laughs> now, that would be a podcast first, oh, though. Oh, my goodness. Especially the fact that you're recording. That would not <laughs> uh-huh, be a price. Uh-huh. Like, and we've, we've also got we've also got our new um, videographer, Brian, today. Hi, Brian. <laughs> yeah, hello, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you, you might need to be on hand here. For, oh, my goodness. For my Don't it. Let's not put that out into the universe. <laughs> Don't <laughs> manifest that situation, no, no, please. please. That's going. So... <laughs> Apart, apart from, from that, um, yeah, so I've been able to, with the studio, I've taken a full step back for when the baby's here. I'll still check in with the team just because I enjoy it so much. Um, but with the academy, that will still continue running. I'll still be very much present in the community group, but I've got other people coming in to do trainings for the next few months whilst the baby is here and settling. Um, but since it's not my first rodeo and it's baby number three, I know myself that when I've had the baby, I don't need like a year off. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I'll be straight probably back to it because okay. I enjoy it. Yeah. Well, that's that seems so, if you enjoy yeah. it and you want to get back to it. And I yeah. guess, like you said before the podcast started, you know, you can do things over Zoom yeah. now and, you know, connect with people that way as well. And yeah, it's the, good the, that the probably, well, how old's your um, middle child? Uh, she's one. Wait, she's... <laughs> She'll be two in May. Oh, really? <laughs> and my little boy will be four in June. So they're all quite young. Yeah. It's a different world, do I like in terms yeah. of like the zooms? They've been, they've oh, been able to do a lot more, um, kind of remotely. It's yeah, the same, it's the same here, exactly. And I would add that I have done some planning, I've got like some posts scheduled on social media, which I always recommend the schools to do, yes. um, and just be prepared. I've batch created like emails and stuff to go out. I like to send out a weekly email, so that's all Tricky. kind of prepared for a few weeks. And then if I want to come back in and do stuff, I can, but I know I've got some content there. 
Do you have any more? Um, we, we, we're really enjoying your, um, your, was it lunch in your car? Oh, the, oh, the dance business diaries. Yeah, the, it was like, like, kind of like carpool karaoke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but without the singing. Yeah, without, just, yeah, uh, yeah, just eating and talking nonsense. We liked how you, you had her um, founder, Nikki. Yes, we did. Well. That was great. We went for a McDonald's breakfast. I loved that I one because there was somebody cutting the grass <laughs> oh right next to the door. And it was just, it, you, you like couldn't get The whole it. way around the car yeah. for the whole conversation. Do you think he knew you were recording? He must have done. Ah, and he was just like trying, trying to muscle in on it. procrastinate on his job because he did not need that amount of time behind the car. <laughs> and well, what are um, they up to over there? I'll just take a little bit longer. Sitting in the car chatting. Do you have plans for more of them though? Well, I, I mean, eventually it would be great to have my own podcast. I must admit, that was like dipping my toe in the water with yep. conversations with people, like real people, real yep. business owners and stuff. Um, but the commitment for a podcast just couldn't be there at the time yep. because obviously personal circumstances etc but um, yeah eventually I'd like to go I mean you guys have got the best set up here so we've, we've grown it we've grown it it was just a seed we poured yeah. a lot of water on it over the last yeah. year I would say in the past couple of months like obviously we've yeah. been doing an interviewing for the past year but I would say you know like the end of last year at the tail end we really sat down and thought about what do we want to do with the podcast yeah. in 2023 yep. sat down created a strategy all that kind of stuff and then we got back into the studio in January and we were like right forget the strategy let's make this look amazing and <laughs> yeah. well we've got what we have behind us now <laughs> it looks fab it's such a good setup so it's very inspiring Thank um, you. but yeah as I said the the live Instagrams were just a little Sort of dip your foot in the water. Really good in like, interview. I mean, you were very good at it. it was oh, really? really? Good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, that's good to know. No, that's, uh, I mean, it's like guys like going back to that the first one we done with you. Yeah. If we listen to that now, we're very. I think we're a lot more stunted. We're a, yeah. we're a bit more hello and yes and here we are reading. You're great, but we're a lot oh, more yeah. kind of reading from the page. Right, okay. just because that's pageless. Kind of, yeah, we thought flow. Like, let's just have a structure yeah. to this and now we kind of know a structure loosely and we just we just get on with it okay so Louise things are obviously doing really really well in the mentoring space and I guess for listeners and viewers out there now what's your kind of top tips maybe top three things that you would say to people if they're looking to push their business forward push themselves forwards yeah in, in that kind of space can we put like music on this bit right and or can I just kid on into music and I can go tip one yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. okay you ready do 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 Tip one. <laughs> Tip one. Um, when someone comes to me for the first time, I guess the first thing I'll speak to them about, about is personal development and what they're doing to like fix their mindset and, you know, understand their value and what they're providing and see themselves as a business owner. That's one of the first things that we would do because a lot of dance school owners in particular, they just feel like they're not a real business owner. So we'll work on that side, like the mindset and knowing their worth um the second thing we would look at is systems <laughs> funnily enough um we always just make sure everyone has got a system in place whether that's class for kids or another system because we is know there how other much. systems <laughs> i mean the other ones exist out there <laughs> it's not happening does it no okay <laughs> you know obviously i've got a great experience with class for yeah. kids so that's that's all i can speak from experience um but no matter what system it is i just think it's so valuable and saving time managing like new customers retaining customers as well like the features on there for contacting your customers via email all the the amazing stuff you like subscription all of that like you just save so much time and I think it's just better from a business perspective for cash flow and stuff as well so we, we look at that aspect along with pricing make sure they're pricing themselves properly and not 
undervaluing their service. That's good. It's, the, it's, uh, it's not that you're looking at like, oh, you're, yeah. you're too expensive. It's kind of more like, sh- yeah, what was it? Know your value. Yeah. That's what yeah. we yeah, That's what we took away from her. Know your value. Yeah, it's massive because someone, we had a business retreat last month, which you guys kindly sponsored. Thank you. Um, and someone there, she she was like, she was so like distraught that day because she'd been charging the same price for like 10 years mm. and never increased. But her costs were going up. So obviously as a business owner, she was suffering. And yeah. um, we looked at it and we helped her like look at different pricing in the room and we got an average price for her. And then she happened to go out to the bar in the hotel we were staying in and came back with a glass of Coke. And she was like, I've just paid £4.50 for a glass of Coke. What? And she said, and I didn't even question it. I just paid it. She says, but I'm worrying about charging my parents like £3 for a class. And I mean, I'm sorry, but you get so much more out of a dance class than exactly. a glass of Coke. And- it's almost as if that just made her flick a switch. Yeah. And actually since then she's came on to Class for Kids as a customer because she wasn't before. Um, but it was just that, that was the thing she needed just to be like, I've just paid that. The light bulb moment. Yeah, mm. so she needed that. And I think it's just dead important to just get your pricing right. Yeah. You don't want to price yourself out the market, but make sure You also sure don't want to undervalue yourself yeah. or you know, undervalue the, the service that you and totally. your teachers are providing. And what, what I would advise any business owner, especially if they're on their own and feeling like they can't afford to bring on a team or delegate, is looking at their pricing structure because that alone, like increasing their prices by a small amount, might seem in- insignificant to their customers, but to them as a business, it can mean they can bring someone in to help them so it's not about them just gaining all this yeah, extra yeah. profit it's about them being able to reinvest it's back into their growing, business growing as well. and looking at like if you were to increase your prices by a pound or two what would that mean oh I could bring someone in to help me with social media amazing right let's do that so we, we look at it kind of like practically yeah. from that point of view I think that's really important it's um, not just extra revenue it's great that yeah. if you can have that as well but actually where do you kind of reinvest of into course, the business to make your life more enjoyable because otherwise they're just stressed out like working round the clock yeah. and feeling devalued yeah. so that's a big one sorry was that number two that was number two it was it wasn't it was that really was, good really helpful that was so long-winded and the third one would just be to make sure that you are planning ahead of time and not just like winging it when it comes to events and marketing campaigns that you're giving yourself a time scale and you've got a plan and it's in the diary. Yeah, I would agree with that. You even know, from everything we're doing here, it's all about the planning. Yeah. That would probably be our number one. Because you can't just go, oh, it's Easter next week. I better put on an Easter camp. Yeah. No. So suddenly, suddenly you're just putting on a, a bunny costume yeah. and jumping about in your yeah. normal classes. <laughs> yeah, and there's I would been love no to see thought. That. <laughs> Whereas we would usually start that maybe three months in advance and yeah. get dates in the diary of what needs to happen for this to go ahead, who needs to do each task and give the parents notice and things like that. And it tends to be more successful. So yeah, planning ahead and time blocking yeah. are both other. That is so crucial. I mean, like we're thinking already, like, right, what's happening in term two for us, like yeah. the middle of the year and then what's happening at the end of the year because we need to start planning uh-huh. those yeah. different things because yeah, otherwise time December runs away. Just now, yeah, so realistically. We are as well. We've yeah. got a Christmas show booked. So you do, and, you do that every year now, uh-huh. is it at the, at the um, Armadillo? Well, summer shows are Armadillo. Summer show. So we right, do a big okay. summer show and then small scale Christmas show. Um, but yeah, we're well ahead of ourselves. We're thinking about our new schedule for August and mm. you can't leave these things up to 
chance or luck. No, because you've got to market these yeah. things well in advance to get people interested. And, yeah. You know, you might not purchase or invest in the first thing that they see. So you've exactly. got to do that continually, don't you? Maybe it's yeah. the third ad or the third thing that they see that you've yeah. done that they think, oh, well, actually, maybe maybe there's something in that. So exactly. if you're only doing one thing a week before, yeah. it's just not going to happen. And sometimes people will come to me and they'll say, I've tried this new preschool class and it's not working. I've got nobody signed up. And I'll be like, what did you do? We put one post on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, okay, that's why it didn't yeah, fill. What nice. else did you do? We just put a post up and asked parents to share it and it didn't fill. And I'm like, no wonder it didn't fill. You need to, you know. Where's the momentum? Yeah, yeah there's not, a campaign's not one post. Uh-huh. You need to kind of properly plan it out, like you yeah, say. Yeah, and using all the free features you've got on socials and just, yeah, going for it. Like, not just online marketing. What can you do out with it? Right, yeah. Can you get into your community? Can you speak to local business owners? Like, what can you do to get your brand get, get out the, there? Get the influencers on it. Yeah, yeah. That was a, a, a phrase it? coined by Josh and Jamie, the, fir- the guys at First Touch. First Touch oh, okay, the, yeah. Um, well, I don't know whether they coined the phrase, but they certainly a used it. A influencer. You, you get one of them, and then you're jamming. So is. Duncan basically the dad fluencer. He's a dad fluencer. Yeah, he is actually he's the dad fluencer. Uh-huh. But yeah, I think just yeah, being visible as well. I, I could go on and on. I mean no, I, I think, think I've done more than three points. No, sorry. not at all. I think that's well, really want, helpful. Okay, that's a that's a good segue into this. If you want more than three points, how can people get involved with you? How can dance schools and yeah. academies get involved? So we we help dance theatre and cheer schools. Because um, some cheer schools thought that we we weren't for them, but actually we've got cheer schools in the academy now, mm. and the the whole process works for every school. So I would just like to reiterate that first of all. <laughs> works um, for every school. And you can find I've got an Instagram and Facebook as the Dance Business Coach. Um, the the doors to the academy we close them throughout the year, and we maybe open up three or four times throughout the year. So as long as you're following on socials, you can then join the wait list if you're interested in the membership. So the membership is like a monthly training programme where we offer a variety of business trainings for specifically for dance and theatre skills. Um, And there's also the community group. I go in there live every week and chat about good things and bad things that have gone on at my school. So I'm very open and honest in there. Like I'm not shy of sharing mistakes and things that didn't go so well. Um, so yeah, and it's a great community. People go in and ask questions, and before I get the chance to answer, everyone else has. So, <laughs> so you've already got like yeah, people answering on your behalf because like. they're all just so supportive. Yeah. So yeah, that's the main thing that I've got going on just now is the membership, and we also have courses and one-to-ones which have stopped for the time being. Well, it sounds like there's lots going on in the Academy and of course we will pop the links uh, to those on your Facebook group in the description of this podcast so that people can catch up with you and see what you're up to as well. Thank you so much. And if people, if they do follow me on Facebook and Instagram, please feel free to reach out. I'm always happy to help in any way I can. Well, you're going to have a plethora of people now. Hopefully. (laughs) Well, listen, thanks so much for being the first guest and being our most recent guest. It's You're been welcome. great to catch up with you. Thanks so much for having me and sorry I'm a bit of a chatterbox when I get going. No, no, no you're listen, not a chatterbox. A I've got so chat. much like information <laughs> I just want to get out. So All the best for the rest of the year. Thank you. When the new baby comes, I'm Thank sure we'll see so photos. Much. All the best for you. You'll, Thank yeah, you. You may send us pictures. And I shall. Thank you very much. Thank you. Well, that was another great episode. Well, it always is. We're presenting and uh, we've got some good guests on. I think we do. We have the best guests. We have the best guests. This is the best podcast for Kids Activity Clubs. Yep. I I think we're in a bit of a niche market. I don't think there is many. No, I know, but still to be... Yeah. If there's any other ones out there, we'll go up against them in a kind of battle off.
yeah, no, yeah, that's a great idea. Yep, yeah, we, we like challenge a, this. Yeah, like a challenge. We lay down the gauntlet to Kids Activity Club providers of software to fight us in a battle of podcasts. So if you're listening and that's you, yeah. DM us on Instagram. DM us, yeah, we'll have an audio off. Yeah. Louise was brilliant yet again. She was. She's always fantastic and she's always so motivational, I think. Lots of good tips that you can take away, but ones that you can actually put into practice and they are So so much energy, um, despite the fact that she's extremely pregnant at the time of the um at the time of the podcast well, recording. Now that this episode's been released, she has had her baby. What? Yeah, she's got little baby Darcy. Is that a boy or a girl? It's a wee girl. Very nice indeed. And um, all went well. All went well. She's now back to work and we might have some more content. She's back to work. She is back to work. I had a video call with her yesterday. Oh my goodness. That is um, that's quite quick. It is very quick, but we might have more exciting content. I can't reveal too much. More exciting content coming up with Louise very soon. Helpful so content if you're a business this, owner. All about this teasing content, this Rebecca. She's kind of like the content um, safe, as in like you have to crack it. Yes, yeah. I'm a very hard person to crack. Yeah, oh god, she's not half. Oh god, you you can't tell what I'm thinking or feeling ever, Stephen. She pretty much wears her heart on her sleeve. You can tell all the time, but she doesn't think she does anyway. Yep, so it was brilliant. <laughs> that is the only guest we've had on twice. Mm-hmm. To date, at the moment to so date. far. Yeah, that could happen again. There might be some revisits as the as the years and months and centuries go by. Yeah, Stephen and I will be well seventy and fifty or something like that. It's about twenty years between us. Yeah. <laughs> Stephen's actually giving me like you know if looks could kill. <laughs> I'm trying to kill her with this look. Mm. <laughs> Only fifteen, it's fine. Okay. Well, anyway, in a long time we will still be here recording this podcast, so I think we will definitely be doing more revisits and finding out where guests that we've had on before are at now. Yeah, and next podcast we've already recorded it. We have, but this isn't a guest that we've had on before. No, and it's very interesting. I mean, we can we can. Um, could tease it a bit. It's not a dance school. It's not a gymnastics school necessarily. It's not a musical theatre school. It's not a. Are you just going to run through everything? It's not. Every activity type is not. <laughs> and it lets people maybe think what, what it is. Get your pom poms up. <gasps> that's that's too big a tease. No, it's not. Let's get your pom poms up. Get your pom poms up. Is that not what Gwen Stefani said? I'll give her a phone now and see. Hello, it's Gwen Stefani. Hello, Gwen. How's it going? Yeah, I'm just round the block. Cool. I was just wanting to see that pom-pom lyric in your songs. Yeah. Uh, how'd it go? You put your pom-poms up. Uh, hang on a sec. Rebecca. Yeah. Uh, she said it's pom-poms up right now. Oh, right, okay, right. Hi, Gwen. Uh, hey. Uh, Rebecca says hi, right? I'm going, right, okay, I'll, I'll speak to you later, Gwen. I'll, I'll phone you Friday, right? Bye. Whoa, I'm so impressed you've got Gwen Stefani's number. Crazy stuff. Yeah, I've got everybody's number. Are this you a hollaback girl? I'm a hollaback girl. We've seriously digressed here. I think we need to wrap this up quick. Yeah, I think it's got to that point in a Tuesday where we're just delirious. Delirious. And might I add, it's 10.45. 10.45am. Yep, that's that's the energy of this place. Well, listen, thanks everybody for listening to this episode. If Thank you're still you. Here you're still here. I don't know, but we need to give you something. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that will be the, the gift of song to get us out, right? So three... <laughs> Two, one, bye. bye.